What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what's going on? You know, yesterday after the show, I had already had the opening planned where I was going to say, man, the coach KOD continues on this show. RIP Matt Rule. He's fucking dead. He's gone. But something else happened in the game last night, Arch, that uh, that just it, it blew the opening away for me. And, and it's this. Yesterday, you said you saw the worst call officiated in NFL history. Was that trumped last night in the game? Man, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can think about on that play. You know, it's funny, too, is I I, I stepped away from the game for a little bit, and I came back, and they were showing the replay, and and I'm laughing in my head, (laughs) roughing the passer, and holy shit, it was roughing the passer. It's like, no, no, stop it. Like, I literally was joking to myself. It's like, I bet you they're going to call roughing the passer on that one, and they fucking certainly did. Oh, my God, what is up with these referees right now? What's up, Panther? You know, it's, it, I think NFL's got themselves a problem because you wake up and talk show hosts and podcasts, everybody isn't talking about the football game. They're talking about the officiating. It's the second day in a row that we're questioning, you know, not only are we questioning the call, but these officials are justifying their call because that's the rule. He landed flat on it. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I, we're going to get into this because I actually couldn't give a shit about that game. I'm pissed off about the officials. I'm pissed off about just everything that's going on with this roughing the passer crap and fuck the Raiders. I don't just move back to Oakland. I, I'm going to jump on anybody that moves to Vegas, but God damn it. You said pre-show I'm getting the full Raider experience and I'm not enjoying it. Devontae Adams is acting like a Raider already. So what the fuck with these Raiders? <laughs> I have the highlight or the, yeah, the, the clip, Max. It's 37 seconds. Do you want sound or no sound? We'll go sound. We'll go sound. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Car is hit from behind. Good sack. Great. Yeah. Good sack. Good sack. Look at this. Look at this. Gets the ball right out of his hands. Yeah, he's and obviously he meant 95, but that ball's out clearly. It's definitely and out. So crowd saying that he landed on him. I don't blame the crowd you, at all. I don't. I don't blame him because you see Andy Reid. Well, I think Carl's going personal full body weight. Roughing the passer, number 97. For a while, we thought that 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 Carr was that motherfucker, but now apparently uh, he's Tom Brady. (laughs) He he evolved from that motherfucker right into Tom Brady right before our fucking eyes. Like uh, 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 Carr's not supposed to get those fucking calls, right? That 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 that's reserved for forty-five-year-old men that can fucking fall apart and, and turn to dust at any moment. 
You know, when, when he gets hit, he fucking, uh, it's like the Thanos snap out on the fucking field right there when, when Tom Brady gets hit. We all hold our breaths like, oh shit, he's going to just explode before our eyes. Not, not Carr. Carr can take a hit like that. That wasn't even a fucking hit. That guy, uh, why, was, why was that a hit? Because the guy's like uh, 300 pounds? Is yeah, that it? Yeah, and he put his. Uh, that, you know, if it's a, if that's a safety, if if if, if that's if that's someone the uh, fucking uh, cornerback that fucking hits a, hits a water. Oh, God damn it! You know, I watched a fucking video clip, and this is how far the league has come in in Tom Brady's day and age. Tom Brady's running with the ball. Is when he was on the Patriots. I want to say probably in like the 2003 season or something like that. And a Bills player just fucking runs him over like a goddamn Mack truck. And you know what that was? It was called a tackle. <laughs> Panther? Where to go with this? It, is it roughing the quarterback or roughing the passer? Because if it's roughing the passer, if you don't have the ball, are you really the passer anymore? Like, Innocent I, there's bystander. A fumble. Yeah, there's a fumble. You have a right to go after the ball. He landed on him because he was going after the ball. I, I don't, I, I'm just. I'm numb to this. The NFL is going to fuck up an incredibly great product with their stupid ass rules and this piss poor officiating. I mean, we're, we're beyond pass interference or what's a catch. Now we don't even know, you know, what, what, what is a sack? What is a, a safe, appropriate tackle at this point right now, what we've seen with these flags, the last two days, they might as well put all the quarterbacks in red jerseys, and if you get two hands on them, they're down. Well, that might be a foul. I don't know. That, that could be a flag. I, I don't know what they want, but this is this is a gladiator sport. This is a contact sport. You're going to get hit. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the job of these defenders to still take them to the ground? That's the idea of a tackle. And if you're going to get tackled, it's very likely one of these 300 pounders is going to land on top of you. Uh, we've seen late hits. We've seen roughing the quarterback. This is a fucking tackle. I don't even know where to go with it. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. And then the next series this is where I think the NFL is just, it's, it, it's, it, they're insane. It's insanity. The next series, Carr is running for his life to avoid getting sacked, which apparently now is, you know, life threatening according to the NFL. And he throws a pass away outside the pocket. It lands about, you know, less than a yard from the line of scrimmage, and that's intentional grounding. So what is it? How are you? This is so so avoid the sack because it could be it could be roughing the passer, but the passer can then, you know, get penalized for not quite getting the ball back to the line of scrimmage. Are you really protecting quarterbacks? Just let them throw the ball wherever they want. If you want to protect quarterbacks. I, I agree. And this, I, at that point, you know, you know, he he probably should have just took the sack and pulled the guy on top of him and said, you know, and got up and say, hey, roughing the passer again. Right. You know, that's what he probably should have done. I, I will say, though, that this uh, sparked the Chiefs crowd. It seemed to spark the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. The yeah, Chiefs yeah, were yeah. looking a little yeah. flat until this moment. And then all of a sudden, it looked like Kelsey and Mahomes both got a little <laughs> pissed off. And that's two guys you don't uh, want don't, to piss Don't off. say that name anymore. Don't say that name to oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> never, never, never say that name to me again. Never, never say Travis Kelsey's name. How many? How, how would four touchdowns have done on your fantasy four, team, Max? Four touchdowns would have had me winning this week, Arch. Instead, guess, guess, who, guess who had Kelsey? The guy I was facing. Oh, no. That's who, that's who fucking had Kelsey. And ha- happened to have Josh Jacobs, too, by the way. Yeah. Who, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, I think I, bl- you know, I blame myself here because I said, oh, the Chiefs, uh, the run- the running defense is elite. 
not so much not so much <laughs> panther was right panther was right on that one it's like they were just been playing so far ahead most of these games that the teams other teams didn't have to run on them and then you know uh i i commend i commend the chiefs here really i, I agree with you i think this was the spark this really uh pushed them to uh get motivated to, to to come back from behind uh in this game but um I also commend them for their uh, their adjustments in the second half. Uh, the, the you know they were the the defense the pass rush funny enough uh, of the Raiders was getting to Mahomes in that first half, and what happened was they just made an adjustment in the second half with their offensive line schemes and their blocking schemes, and that just stopped. So I I give a ton of credit to Andy Reid for realizing like oh shit we we we're not going to win if we keep playing like this let's mix things up. Uh, but yeah, it, w- it was the Mahomes Kelsey combination that, that we've seen numerous, numerous times that uh, that did it. And uh, uh, also, you know, uh, that that uh, Devontae Adams, uh, did you see that shit at the end of the game there? He pushed the reporter. God damn, what a fucking punk move. Now, he's he's basically saying that the guy ran in front of him. And but if you look at the video, he fucking throws the guy. <laughs> this the isn't a ground. video of that. This is just the video. No, of the, no, no. Yeah. Of the, yeah. So I was going to get to that. Yeah. So this is this is why he, he basically said he was frustrated because right before that, too, uh, he had a first down that you remember that, that was yes. a replay. And yeah. they called. They said that it wasn't a first down. And then he runs a uh, fucking asshole. Uh, uh, who, who's that? Renfro fucking runs the wrong route and just runs right the fuck into. Uh, yeah. I, that's a wrong route. Who, who's running the wrong route there? I, I I venture to say it's Renfro cut the wrong way or at the wrong time. I don't know. Can you rewind this? Can you just play this again? I, I just want to see like what happens here. I don't know. I, I, I don't, we don't know have the beginning. If, I just saw this on t- Twitter. This is that's le- fine. That's fine. Look. Oh, that might be on Adams. Adams got pressed at the line of scrimmage, and it I may think, have thrown I the think, timings off. Timing I think off. that was it. I think Ad, I think that was on Adams. Like that looks like Renfro's running the right route, and Adams just oh yeah. I, you know, at first I thought that was. I, I need to see the whole clip there. Yeah, I, yeah. I need to rewind and see that. But anyway, he was frustrated. He pushed a fucking. I, yeah, what a punk move. I'm sorry. I don't fucking care if the guy ran in front of you. The, the guy the guy weighed you know 105 pounds, you know, with equipment on his fucking back, and, and you just toss him to the fucking ground. Like that, that's a bitch move, Adams. I'm sorry. I, I know you fucking you you miss a a Ron. You want to go back to Green Bay. You regret your life choices. I get that. Uh, but that's fucked up. So he's gonna be suspended. So he's dead. <laughs> I don't know if he's dead. He's probably gonna get sus- He might get suspended the game, but he's definitely gonna get a fine. See how deliberate or what the NFL thinks of that. But um, maybe it's just part of putting that silver and black on, right? You just once once you're in Vegas, once you're a Raider, you just start doing Raider things. But this team has played well enough to win some games. And they've walked away one and four. And I, I get why he's frustrated. They played well enough to win that game. The defense let them down. Yes, we can give a lot of credit to Mahomes and company. Uh, if, if you ignore the touchdowns, which is hard to, to do, four touchdowns. But in all honesty, they kept Kelsey in check. Seven catches for 33 yards. They just were all in the end zone. You might want to cover him, you know, when, when it's payday time. They, they, you might want to just, you know, put a couple bodies on that guy. It's a thought. You'd like to think so. <laughs> You'd like to think that's their plan. Man, uh, yeah, the Chiefs came out. I was impressed. Usually, I'm the one that says if you make the Chiefs slightly uncomfortable, they don't respond well. But they did respond well this time. It just took uh, it took the referees really waking them up, <laughs> you know, rubbing the uh, smelling salts under their nose to get them going. 
Yeah, you know, and also that that Raiders defense. Um, yeah. it's it's not it's 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 not like Travis Kelsey's uh, never burned them before, right? You know, it's it's not like they didn't know what the fuck this guy was capable of doing on the field. I I don't. There's no Tyreek Hill out there anymore. I'd say fucking double, triple team fucking Travis Kelsey. I let, let the other fucking wide receivers beat you at that fucking point. Unfucking stoppable. And he's done it to he's done it before to this team. Now, okay, so uh, big question here, and this is a Panther. Que- this is a question for Panther. You, you questioned us yesterday with your five questions, and and you you doomed Matt Rule as a result of your fucking question <laughs> yesterday. Because um, I I have an answer. Would the Raiders have been better off? keeping their interim head coach from last season with the with the momentum they had going into the playoffs and so forth versus bringing in someone like Josh McDaniels. I liked that head coach. Um, but with his age and, and everything, I don't know if he was a three or four or five year guy. So if they, if they were going to bring in somebody that they were looking further down the road long term, um, I think offensively, Josh McDaniels has done fine. The problem has been this defense. And I don't know who the defensive coordinator is, and I don't know if maybe it's a, a personnel problem, but this defense is getting shredded. And they're yeah. remember when the Chargers used to cough up four touchdown leads? It's basically the Raiders right now. They're having the lead in the late in the third, fourth quarter, and they're coughing them up. I, I I don't know if that's a coaching thing or a personnel thing, but right now I'm not putting that on necessarily on McDaniels. Yes, he's the head coach, but whoever the defensive coordinator is, they got to stop this, stop the bleeding. Uh, in the in the AFC at one and four, they might be done anyway. But this, this is a team that's capable of winning. But to answer your your question, I liked him. I can't remember his name. I, I uh, did Bisaccia. like him. R- R- Richie Basaccia. Basaccia, yes. yeah. yeah. I, I did like Basaccia, but I still think he was probably a one- or two-year guy. I, I don't have a problem with McDaniels hire, considering you're probably looking to bring a coach in for four or five years. Basaccia's got to be like 75 or something. He's like 62, I, man. He's, he's, he's eight <laughs> years younger than Bill Belichick. He's two years older than you. Yeah. He's only 62? Oh, he's I would give him that. I thought he was older than that. No. Um, oh, fuck. Then I would have gave him a four-year deal. I, would, I, I, I liked him. Saying. I liked him a lot. Yeah. I, I think they should have kept Versace around. Now, this isn't this isn't like me. Uh, fr- frankly speaking, I've been burned by fucking Josh McDaniels before. So, you know, I'm just saying <laughs> I, 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 I know what Josh McDaniels like. I didn't have him as a head coach, but I know what Josh McDaniels can do a fucking team when he's not being corralled by someone like Bill Belichick. So, you know, he's, this is, he's untethered at this fucking point. Uh, and, and, and any Denver Broncos fan can tell you about fucking Josh McDaniels as well. Uh, listen, Basachi is now the um, special teams coach for the Packers. What doomed the Packers last season was their special teams play. So <laughs> now if their offense could get into it, maybe maybe they can fucking win in the playoffs this year with Basachi there. I like Basachi a fucking ton last year. I was so disappointed they didn't give him another shot. But it's Vegas, right? They had to have the splashy fucking head coach. They went from fucking uh, flag football guy, John Gruden, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Emails, they had to have a bigger name coach, and McDaniel's was, I guess, a bigger name coach at, at this point. Unless they were going to try to pay, and they should have, they probably should have Mike Tomlin out of his fucking contract for the Steelers. They had to have a name brand. Basachi just wasn't fucking, you know, uh, good for fucking, I don't know, uh, press conferences or some shit. But I guarantee they wouldn't be one in fucking four if he was their head coach right now, yeah, because not. this is the second fucking game this season that they blew a big goddamn lead. You got to remember, they what was it two weeks ago to the Cardinals? 
Two, three yeah. bucks to go to the car. It's the same fucking storyline here. Defense plays awesome in the first half and then just forgets every the fucking thing that they were doing in the first half that, that was winning and just crumbles in the second half. Unfucking believable. Like, I, 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 man, I, I know he's not on the chopping block. I know that there's guys ahead of him. I wouldn't be shocked if they if fucking Davis has another fucking conversation with McDaniels after this fucking loss. Mm, mm. Now, just one for clarification: when you you said Gruden and flag football, flag football, yeah, he, flag. That's, okay. he wrote flag football in his emails. Okay. That was that was okay, that was what sure. he was flag right. He yeah, was yeah. he was writing flag football gotcha. in his emails. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think that's what he it, was offended by the league turning into a flag football league. That yeah. was that was his that was the context of his emails that he was talking about. Well, right? you know, looking at these roughing the passer calls, it's getting a little flaggy out there. It's it's a, it's a, it looks a lot like flag football out there right no. now. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't hit a guy, so that's that's very very flag football esque, right, Panther? Uh, it's very. I I hate it. I I absolutely hate it. You're gonna I'm gonna start dropping f bombs like you would if you were talking about the Mets or the Salt. Celtics. If there's one thing I can't stand is waking up the next day or watching the game, but talking about a game after the fact, and we're talking more about the officiating than we are the game. These officials and these rules are really ruining the game, in my opinion. That's right. They are. We got a busy day ahead of us, so let's take a quick break. (laughs) We, we We got National Hockey League is back. And some baseball playoffs. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Let's take a quick break. Let's talk about the book club. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, listening live right now. Some of our faithful D-Gen commenting in the sides. I'll get to those comments in a little bit. Unless Rory drops another fucking bomb like he did yesterday and makes me crack up on the air. Uh, Either way, you could join us for three days for absolutely no cost to you. If you go to thedgens.net, you get that three free day trial and then if you like it it's $25 a month for right now and you can hang out with us and see our picks and I, I, I said Arch six and one this week in your NFL picks Arch six and one right and uh, London London I, seven and one. Was it seven? One? I, th- I thought I added that one. Oh, okay. In. So seven. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. He, he, he had a good fucking week but he posted all of those picks Sunday morning in the book club once he locked in his final picks. So uh, you can get access to his final picks. You get access to NASCAR picks. You get access to a bunch of stuff if you book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Baseball? Baseball. We're going to start with baseball. Why not? Uh, God damn, you know, now's the time of the season 
where the division winners they all play one wild card team, and the division winners are all uh, good, right? Because right. they're all division winners. Right. So we talked about you, this you, after the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, not not this. Uh, you know, not the, this divide that we're seeing right now between fucking wild card teams and really good division winners like the fucking Braves. Now, listen, I, I, I'm 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 sure not all four series are going to end in a sweep. At some point, Joe Musgrove's ear is going to get really fucking sweaty again, and maybe the Dodgers going to experience that spin rate for him that's never been done in his whole career, and the Padres get a game <laughs> from the Dodgers. Maybe that's going to happen. I don't know. That said, there is one series that I think there's some value on the dog going into it, and that's the Cleveland Guardians against the New York Yankees. Mm. Uh, Cleveland has played some very good baseball recently. Yankees have been vulnerable at times. Uh, Cal Quantrill getting the start for the Guardians today. He has been solid the past few months. I, I'm going to give you a list of teams that he has shut out, completely shut out through six innings, three starts, Houston, Toronto, and San Diego. Those are three offenses that he shut out well, over the okay, last couple of months. Yeah, pretty good. It's not, yeah, it's not the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but seriously, Cleveland's got a really stellar bullpen. And even though they ended up behind the Yankees in overall bullpen ERA, it was the Yankees bullpen that fell off and the Cleveland uh, bullpen that surged in the second half of the season. Um, we know we know what the Yankees can do. They can mash the cover off the fucking ball. We know that you know, they've led the league in home runs. They're capable of hitting home runs no matter where they're playing. And they do happen to hit more home runs at home. I think they had 18 more homers in Yankee Stadium than they did on the road this year. So that we, we know that the game is in Yankee Stadium. That place can be fucking just you know launched uh, home runs out of that. Uh, pitching wise, the, the Yankees going to counter with one Garrett Cole. He has two wins over the Guardians this season, but he has not played them since July when they actually started playing fucking baseball for real. And you look at him this year, um, definitely not Cy Young, Garrett Cole anymore. He's good, but he's not great. I think Cleveland's offense has a chance to get a couple runs off of him today and then hold on. So I think the value, the value bet of today, $10 bet on Cleveland. You know, it's one thing to take a flyer on somebody and say, oh, it's a value play. That's another thing to look at and go, Cleveland can win this game. Like, Cleveland has been playing really good baseball for the better part of the last two months. They played incredibly good in, in their uh, wild card round, uh, sweeping the, those two games against Tampa Bay. I really, really like the Gardenians here against the Bronx Bombers. One of the things we had talked about, you know, going against New York, that you might just take the Barry Bonds approach and walk Aaron Judge and make the rest of the team beat you. This is exactly the situation. Now that every game matters, I think Aaron Judge sees a lot of walks. I'm walking him. If anybody's going to beat me, it's not going to be him. But I love that huge plus line on the Guardians. So I will be putting $50 Ooh. on Cleveland. Still doing it, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to jump on with Cleveland a little bit with you guys. I, I like them to win. Win a, win a couple games. I don't know that they're actually going to win the series. I do think the Yankees will eventually grind them down. I don't know how. T I wonder how tired Cleveland is after playing a marathon game like they like they played on uh, Saturday. So, but at the plus one eighty, it's hard to disagree. I'm going to put fifteen bucks on the Guardians, and uh, hopefully they, they can win game one. Maybe we can get a reasonable Yankee uh, price on the series. 
You know what? I saw a statistic that absolutely floored me, and and I haven't I haven't had a chance to actually uh, research and, and look it up, but I, I I do believe that this could be possibly true. The uh, Tampa Bay Rays, I believe they came into the league in what 1998, 96, 98, around that time, right? Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Rays came to the league. Uh, the uh, the Chicago White Sox, of course, came into the league in 1900. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays have the same amount of playoff game appearances as the Chicago White Sox. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> Unfucking believable, right? Uh, that's the only game I, you, you mentioned. You mentioned Cleveland and, and the marathon. And that's all I can think about was the Rays. Uh, th- that's it for me, Panther. You got another one you're betting, right? And them all. Whoa, holy shit. Then the floor is yours. Let's talk about the Phillies at the Braves. Those red hot Phillies sweeping the Cardinals. Going to throw Ranger Suarez out on the mound against All right. Wow. I think we all love the Braves. They're well rested, but I know I'm in fucking little rosy robot land. So hopefully, you bear with me. I'm trying to get through this, but I love the value on the Phillies at plus one seventy. So I'm jumping on Philadelphia here. I think I, th- I think the Braves win. I think the Braves are the most complete team in this fucking league. Um, I I was tempted to bet the minus two hundred on them. Like that's that's how much I think of this Atlanta Braves team and, and and Panther. I mean, you said I think it was off the air or something like that. We're talking about this Braves team and how they locked up their future and how they might even get Jacob Degrom in the off season. This team is scary, scary fucking team. And now uh, all it takes is like one thing to happen though. Like last year, it was the Braves bullpen figured out how to be you know un- unstoppable. If the Phillies pitching can keep up with their you know hitting. Maybe they got a puncher's chance in the series. I I don't like them here today. I'm going to lean the Braves. Yeah, I am going to take a piece of this too. I, I I think they have a small chance, a small chance to beat the Braves here in this first game. So I'm going to put 15 bucks on them and hope that either the Braves or the Guardians can sneak out a game one win. You're putting on the Braves or the Phillies? Phillies. Phillies. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Next game up, Seattle at Houston. Everybody's like jumping on the Minesweepers train now after they got that big come from behind. Uh, it, I think we even forget that come from behind actually turned into a series sweep against Toronto. Um, now they take on Houston, Logan Gilbert. It's kind of funny. They went through those two games and Logan Gilbert didn't even pitch. They got to save him for this game, but he draws Justin Verlander. I love Logan Gilbert, but I don't love him at Houston against Verlander. This is the one lone favorite I'm going to take, and I'm going to take them with a run line. So give me the Astros on a run line. Gives me plus, plus 105, five, yeah. 50 bucks on the Astros. Spoiler alert. Jesus. Uh, I like Houston here. I like just Justin Verlander. I mean, Houston's my team to, to win the whole fucking thing. Uh, I, I have a futures bet on Houston, so uh, not to win the whole thing. I think just to win the uh, the, the pennant. The, the pennant. So, um, unfortunately, I, I wasn't brave enough to fucking not take them to win it all. But <laughs> the way that they're playing right now, God, it, it certainly looks that way. Um, yes, Seattle's got grit. Seattle's got guts. But part of me just also thinks that Toronto doesn't. So I think that, that that's the other part of the equation here. Houston's not going to fucking roll over for this team. I'm going to lean the Astros. Yeah, I don't think Houston's going to be afraid of this team at all, and I certainly don't think they're going to give up an eight-run lead to the Mariners at any point during this series. I'm leaning Houston. Just the price is too high. Came up. The Fathers. Sorry, Max. All right, L.A. Mike Clevenger gets the mound. I, I'm. This is the one that I'm really curious about. You haven't played in, what, five days. You get to set your rotation and Julio Urias is the guy you're going to throw out there game one. Now, I like Julio Urias, 
but he's not the ace. He's not the – I don't even think he's the number two or number three guy. They're not pitching Anderson. They're not pitching Gonsolin. And I saw they got Kershaw queued up for tomorrow's game. I don't know what's going on. I, this one's got me scratching my head. I, it makes me give San Diego has a chance here since Urias is the guy on the mound. Uh, so at plus 190, tons of value on the fathers. I will take another dog for 50 bucks. Fucking love the gamesmanship here by the Dodgers. Like, honestly, they, they, they're not worried about fucking San Diego at all here. They're like, we'll put, put our Buck and B squad pitchers out there. It's going to fucking match up against whatever pitcher you got there. Um, Listen, I, I, I alluded to it. Buck Showalter is getting a lot of shit for uh, calling out the empires in the mound. Now, there's been footage and stuff like that of of the ear and him wiping the ear and then touch, touching the ear throughout the whole game. Whether that was true or not, he, he set up the Dodgers to be successful here because, you know, now uh, the, the umps are going to be fucking checking out the, the, the San Diego pitchers a lot more than they had been. So mm-hmm. I think there's going to actually just be a psychological move, you know. Again, Buck's getting shit, whether it was real or not. I don't care. Uh, but he, in doing so, he kind of fucked over the Padres in this series <laughs> to, to be a little bit more under the microscope with their pitchers. I think Clevenger is going to get checked more times than your eyes is. That's for fucking sure. So um, whether that plays a role, I am I don't know. I think the Dodgers win this one. This is way too fucking chalky here. I mean, you, you'd have to take the run line here. And I, I was almost tempted. Like, seriously, I, th- I think the Dodgers win this one by two, three runs. This is not a fucking Mets team that, that the Padres are going to fucking catch by surprise. This is the goddamn Dodgers who, I don't know. Had what a plus eight thousand fucking uh, run differential this year. I don't even know. I'll, I'll lean LA. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Dodgers in this one too. I, it's not that I think the Padres are going to roll over and die. I just don't think they have what it takes to beat the Dodgers. Although I will say, now that I'm looking at their stats a little bit deeper, the Padres do have a much better one run win rate than the Dodgers do. So if it's a close game, you gotta wonder. Maybe the Padres have a chance. Don't run line at that. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> A uh, couple couple hockey games on the board today. What do we got? Uh, two games. Let's start off Tampa Bay, New York. Uh, last time these teams played was in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, Tampa knocked off the Rangers, of course, en route to their third straight Stanley Cup appearance. Uh, Tampa, uh, they did not win the Cup. Now they're a year older. Um but listen, make, make, make no mistake about it. I still think Tampa is a dangerous team. Uh, New York looking to build off the success from last season. Looking for a chance to get the cup uh, this year. I, I've got a futures bet on them, uh, anchored by the best goalie in the league with Igor Shesterkin. Um, I think they I think they could go far this year. But listen, the, the, the line got a pretty damn good goalie themselves. Vasilevsky's pretty fucking good. So I think this is going to be a fun one. I, I called it last night. I had a plus line on Tampa. I jumped on them last night with the plus line. That plus line's long gone. I'm not getting a fucking plus line anymore in Tampa, unfortunately. But uh, I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, can I get a plus line, Arch? Yes, maybe. I can get you plus, plus 103, one even a pinnacle. One three. All right, listen. I think that's the play. $10 bet on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, I just glanced at hockey this morning. I, I, I need stats. Obviously, I don't know the names. I don't know. I just, This is literally just looking at stats and kind of identifying the teams that way for me. Um, but based on last year, I love the Rangers defense, elite defense. And they actually found some offense last year. I think Max and I both really like the Rangers on a futures play when we did the hockey show last week. Uh, at home, I'm a big fan of teams with their home openers uh, coming out and giving the fans something to root for. So at minus 120, maybe a little bit better than that. I'm not betting, but I'm leaning the Rangers. Hmm. All right. 
I don't really have a, a strong opinion on this game, Max. You know I'm not the hockey guy. I, no, I'm just yeah. going to follow you. All right. Well, Iceberg taking Tampa Bay plus one and a half. So he's chicken shitting uh, the, the lightning there. And I had some I had some minus 253. That's the that's the that's the one and a half. Tampa Bay plus one and a half minus 253. Oof, Holy iceberg. shit. Wow. No, Ugh. don't do that, people. Uh, anyway, he's taking, he's taking it. He said taking it. Uh, last game up here, uh, Panthers, Vegas, Golden Knights, heading to Los Angeles, taking on the Kings. Um, big question for the Kings. Listen, they had a surprise season last year. Can they build off that success, or will there be some regression? Now, they, they traded for uh, Kevin Kevin Fiala in the offseason, and uh, on the surface, it looks like that big trade is, is, is going to be a difference maker, but I, I just I worry that it might take some time for him to mesh um, with, with with his new team, uh, teammates. Uh, I think you know uh, it's going to take some time out there. For Vegas, we know what their major issue is for them. It's goaltending. Uh, going to start Logan Thompson in goal tonight. He had a pretty good uh, preseason against the Kings. Of course, his first game was kind of short, and I think he was, you know, only took like nine shots on goal in that first game uh, before being pulled. And then um, he did give up four goals in the second game he played against the Kings in the preseason, but it's kind of like a meaningless play towards the end. So... I, I think LA should get the win here, but I, I'm looking at the line. I just I can't quite get there. The implied probability is just not there for me. I'm going to lean Los Angeles to win here, but I, I, minus one ten would be my upper threshold there. Um, not getting minus one ten on, on the Kings, so just a lean on LA. Two teams going two totally different directions. The Kings were vastly improved last year, and on paper, it looks like they vastly improved some more this year in Vegas. Is I I don't they they were a shit show last year. The goaltending was an aberration, and I don't know that they did anything to really address any of their liabilities last year. New coach, new goaltender, lots of questions, uh, and they weren't all that great on the road last year either. So I'm leaning the Kings here, but I it's more of a fade of the Golden Knights. Oh, you're not betting the Golden Knights. I I can't wait. I can't wait for you to jump on the Golden Knights so we can relive your past glories. Only when they play Arizona. Probably when they play Arizona. I might be all in there. <laughs> or, or the Flyers. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Max, any comments to speak of? Yeah, let's go through the comments real quick. Um, Nard Dog saying, I'm going to take the Panther routine Thursday night. And Art said, cry yourself to sleep at 6 p.m. Uh, Ramon says, I agree. Yes. I can't remember what that was to. Oh, the Basaccia thing. I think I think we were talking about Basaccia. I think he agrees that that McDaniel should not have been the coach there. Uh, Nardog says, I thought that too. McDaniel sucks. I guess Basaccia won too many games for the Raiders. <laughs> Nardog agreeing that NFL has definitely become flag friendly in this league. Uh, Rory is <laughs> saying the NFL is a shit fucking product if it wasn't for gambling would we even watch it anymore and he also says fuck the pussy ass yankees that is it <laughs> all right what do we talk about today we talked about monday night football and we talked about officiating in the nfl how it's it's kind of you know it's 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 an interesting spot right now of course we talked about baseball playoffs and hockey's second opening day max that's it that is it what what are the referees throw on the field in the games as well what are those? I believe they're called they flags. Call? So could we just call the referees flags from now on? Or maybe just, you know, just a bunch of flaggets. Yeah, right? I think that, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll, guys, just let us know what you think. Uh, in fact, you can let us know what you think about that on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I'm going to lock in the Tampa Bay Lightning. There you go.
Oh, hockey. Tampa Bay Lightning. I like it. Arch. Shit. Oh, I don't... It's going to be one of your picks either way, so give me the Phillies. Uh, I know you hate agreeing with me. Uh, I Listen, I really think Cleveland can get this game won. I am jumping on the Gardenians. We're going to put those with the fighting Bills and the Lightning. That's your degenerate parlay for the day. We are hanging out on Twitter. We are on Facebook. But most importantly, we are in the book club. Get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, which apparently was just one game, right? There was nothing else going on. Well, we got one full of the best preseason NBA. I won't name any names. Uh, But let us know what you're doing today. And when it's all said, done, kids, it's all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.